Got it. All right. Um, welcome, everyone, to the first episode of It's Resonating with Ebony and Asha. And um, today, who knows what we'll be talking about exactly. But Ebony, let's go to start off and do some segment intending. So um, I'll go first. Um, And I'm Asha, by the way. And I am going to do this amazing podcast with Ebony first episode of It's Resonating. And I'm going to accomplish it with ease. I'm going to feel calm and confident. I'm going to feel excited and prepared. I'm going to feel anticipatory and I'm going to feel electric. Okay. Mm, That was very good. So today I'm Ebony. I'm always Ebony. (laughs) Today (laughs) I'm going to do this amazing podcast with Asha and I'm going to be feeling excited and secure and confident. I'm going to feel inspired and creative and receptive and it's going to be a really great podcast. Episode number one. Yay. That was good. Everyone should do this when they when are doing their podcasts or their TV shows or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's a really good way to open up a show. Yeah, I think so too. Not only for us, but for the people listening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was totally vibing on what you were saying when you were when you were speaking your intentions. Yeah. I can feel it in my feet. <laughs> my feet are tingly. That's awesome. Um, uh, Okay. So the other day I came up with a really long list of potential questions slash topics for today's episode. And so I'm just going to start by reading off the first one for us to sort of play around with. Okay. That is how does fate fit into the law of attraction? Mm, that's a good one. Fate and the law of attraction. Did you want to go first? Did you have something that you wanted to speak to on this topic? Or would you like me to go? Well, I did. I just wanted to look up the def- definitions of fate. Okay. So um, fate is a noun and a verb. And as far as the noun meanings, um, Google says, <laughs> the development of events beyond a person's control, regarded as determined by a supernatural power. Second de- definition is of like the three goddesses, um, one of which was fate. And then as a verb, it means be destined to happen, turn out or act in a particular way. Okay. That that sounds like fate. <laughs> fate as I know it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like 
based on the first definition of fate, which is development of events beyond a person's control, regarded as determined by a supernatural power. Like I could just easily pick that apart. Like, <laughs> but like what comes up immediately is like beyond a person's control. And it's like, it, it's almost, it's almost saying that like, oh, like if there's fate, like you don't, you're not in control of things. Right. It renders, fate renders you powerless just because of its definition. Yes. Powerless. Yeah. That's the word I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So by definition, you are powerless when you determine your reality is decided by fate. And just saying that, saying your reality is determined by fate is other than yourself. So it, it makes sense that the feeling that I'm getting from this definition is powerlessness. Yeah. And then it says as determined by a supernatural power. It's like, who's the supernatural power? (laughs) It's like, like, that's like, that's us. (laughs) We are supernatural. Like that's the inner being. That's God. That's source energy. That's um, the higher self. That's that non-physical sort of force that we feel Oftentimes we associate that as being separate from us, but it's not. Right, right. Which I think anytime anything feels separate from you, you feel some sort of loss of control. When you feel your child veering away from you and, you know, walking off, you feel like you don't have control over them anymore. Same thing with, uh, with a pet when they start to wander off or a friend who meets new friends you feel a loss of control of essentially your own life and your own being yeah do you feel that this definition of fate is like empowering no not at all i think if it was uh i think it could be seen as empowering if looked at from a different perspective than I'm viewing it right now, you know, there's, there's two sides to every point. Hmm. I mean, like, how would it be? And how would you, what would that empowering perspective be on it? Yeah, that's what I was uh, just thinking about. Hmm. I guess if you wanted to live by the idea of a higher power, having the ultimate say and hands and everything and therefore the higher power having a fate for you if you if you deemed that higher power as something good positive loving and compassionate your fate ultimately regardless if you're living a good life now or bad life now your fate ultimately would be resulting in something good even if that means you have to die for the good to happen, but it could just as easily be you, you have a good life now, whether, you know, you came into this or you've just always had a good life from your perspective. And it's, then you see it as your fate is, it's going to get better. Mm. Mm. Okay. So I feel like I already know the answer to this question. So I'm not going to ask it. I'm just going to state it, but it feels like if what you believe your fate to be 
is in alignment with what you desire, then believing in safe fate can like increase or feels like it can enhance your ability to manifest. to attract in because you feel like you've got some supernatural power behind you that's sort of propelling you forward regardless and so it's like feels like maybe more easier to accept yes yes I definitely agree with that um and either way I believe that if you felt like this higher power it's dependent on the higher power it's dependent dependent on some sort of non-physical being that has the hand in play and that could be you could perceive the being as inside of you or outside of you and still allow that power to take hold and to manifest whatever it is that you deem is going to be happening Mm -hmm. yeah I just had the thought that like So like our inner being is that supernatural force. And like, I I feel like what, what, I feel like what can happen is that like, when we don't identify with our inner being, like we don't identify with it, like see that as us, then that's where like a lot of the like powerlessness, confusion, like suffering really comes from. But when we start identifying that like, oh, when I do things that feel good, when I'm in alignment, like that's me, like that's really me. Not all these other times when I'm not feeling good. <laughs> then it's like, I, I just feel like that's so much more empowering. And it, it's it's totally changes your whole shift because I was just listening to um, Gene Keys, right? The Gene Keys guy. Um, I, was, I looked at my gene keys today and I was listening to the audio on the 13th gene key. And like, I honestly wasn't listening closely, <laughs> but a line that stuck out to me was like, um, he's like, but like being human is like suffering or something like that. Or that's just a part of being humorous that they're suffering. And I was just like, no. And I'm like, yeah, there is like, yeah, most people will suffer at some point in their lives, but that's not what being a human is about. Right. Yeah. I think there is like, yeah, even in the gene keys, I think in a lot of teachings, they always hit on the topic of suffering and make it a part of human existence as though like that's how we are supposed to be. We're supposed to suffer until we can figure out, you know, what it's all about or what the illusion or to pass, like to get past the illusion or until we make the correct changes or until, you know, the higher power. (laughs) Until, until, until. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, suffering does happen, but what is it that's behind the suffering that allows it to happen in the first place? Because joy happens too. So what is it behind the joy that allows it to happen? There can't just be suffering because you have to, because that means joy because you have to. Yet most people, I would say, live in more suffering than they do joy. Mm -hmm. And so I think in terms of a higher power, by seeing that as part of your inner being, something that's actually a part of you, 
and not separate from you can empower you to see suffering in a different light is a choice, just like everything else. It's a choice to be happy. It's a choice to feel joy. It's a choice to climb a tree. It's a choice to observe something even. It's all a choice. And so by feeling a part of this higher power, it empowers you to see that you even have choices in the first place and to see the suffering that you're experiencing and choose to keep it, keep it going or not to the best of your own abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I feel that, I feel like the, the, oh, like suffering is a part of being human, you know, like life is suffering or whatever. I feel like that's the easy way out. Like people have been saying that for like, I don't know, probably centuries. Probably. And <laughs> been talking about this and how and a lot of times how suffering's the way through and like like hard work. And it's like, how is that working out? Like I don't feel <laughs> like it's really been working out. And um I mean, like, I'm not, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but like the rates of mental health issues and of unhappiness and depression and and just all of these things and suffering feels like it's really high. Yeah. (laughs) Despite how advanced we are in so many other areas of our lives, like this one, like we still haven't figured out. And I'm speaking very generally because I feel like I have it figured out and I feel like you have it figured out and I don't care how it sounds, but that's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, okay, how about we try something radical, right? Like focusing on positivity. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that, that is honestly pretty radical in a, in the more general sense of the, the masses that are suffering, that is how the masses are perceived as suffering. Like humans are seen as a suffering species on a dying planet. And we want to fight suffering with suffering by putting in this hard work and it being really hard and you have to go really deep and you have to do all this thing, these things that are really scary. And you're, you're just essentially fighting suffering with suffering and really suffering is not, it's not this unknown concept that cannot be known. Like suffering, like I would say God is a concept that cannot truly be known. Suffering is not, we have definitions for it. We know how it feels. We've experienced it before. We've seen it in other people. Like we know when we're suffering and when we're not, we, we understand suffering. It's not some super abstract concept that we're just like, how do we, how do we get out of this? Like it it definitely causes confusion, but I don't think that um, suffering in itself is such a big deal to where we can't figure it out. Cause yes, I, yeah, I believe that I have it figured out. I believe you have it figured out. I, I believe many people have it figured out. And those are the people who are not focusing on all the suffering in themselves in the world anymore and coming to a more general place of being and of a accepting of what is happening and perceiving it in a new light mm-hmm. that you said that really beautifully Thank you. <laughs> no yeah I, I feel like in, and and just for anyone who doesn't know what we're saying um the 
the solution to suffering is alignment, alignment with your inner being, your intuition, your higher self. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Cause it's, if you are not being your authentic self, if you are not aligned with your beliefs, if you are not doing the things that you love, there is going to be suffering. Yeah. That, that it, it, it's really that simple. Like, and, and it can happen on so many different levels and different areas of our life because we can be in alignment with one area of our life, but other things we either have a lot of resistance to, which causes suffering, or we're kind of wobbly, which causes confusion, which is suffering, or, you know, a whole range of emotions. And then when you're in alignment with something, there's also a whole range of emotions of happiness, satisfaction, joy, fulfillment, um, excitement, ecstasy even. And so it, it's a scale. And so either you are doing what you love and what's in alignment with who you actually are or you're not. And that will then determine if you're going to be suffering or not. And only you to determine you know, what's in alignment for you or not, not anybody else. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a slight tangent. Um, and cause the word karma popped into my head, like karma and fate and then like, um, suffering. Um, a lot of people associate like karma with like being punished through multiple lifetimes. And Mm -hmm. so I found this interesting. I decided to look up karma and in Wikipedia, um, the word karma means action, work, or deed. Okay. And then it says this term also refers to the spiritual principle of cause and effect, often descriptively called the principle of karma, wherein intent and actions of an individual influence the future of that individual. Good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and happier rebirths while bad intent and bad deeds contribute to bad karma and bad rebirths. Mm. I feel like that sums up what I know about karma and my, my own take on it. And just like my understanding of like how that could fit into my perception of reality. Karma is a, a really big word because it ties into fate. Like you said, Mm -hmm. Um, it ties into manifestation, but it also ties into the not present life because you can talk about karma in a sense of like past lives that's affecting you now. And you can talk about what you're doing now, how it's going to create karma in the future. I think a lot of times the word karma is associated with the past. And when it's associated with the present, it's usually negative. And a lot of times karma doesn't have anything to do with the present moment is how I've heard it being used in my, um, my own experience of, you know, knowing of this word. Um, so like, I guess the part that like, I, I guess the reason I looked this up is because I was feeling what this definition was getting at. And it's like the concept of like having like, like bad rebirths, like being reincarnated into like a poor position or like having to work through stuff that 
you did in your past life or mm-hmm. being being having to pay some sort of energetic debt because of something that happened in the past life. And I just don't think that any of that is true. And I'll change that from think. I don't believe that any of that is true because if that was true, then it, it feeds into the concept of like, oh, like God it punishes. Essentially, yeah. And that's not true at all. No. Um, like whenever, when we die, like all of that, everything, all of the resistance, all of the perceived negativity, all of that is released when we die. And I don't right. believe that that's carried on from each one. I believe that like information may be and um, different, I don't know. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not God. So I don't know how this all thing works all this works but I believe that some information may be carried to from one to another but it's not inherently meant to meant to be negative or to punish um but I feel like when we don't understand who we are then sometimes it can feel like a hindrance or being punished yeah yeah I can see that yeah I feel like almost the purpose of death in this context would be to to clear the slate but since we are mainly non-physical beings, it makes sense that something would still be carried. And I could see how having information from the past, past lives being brought up could cause certain feelings of something that you need to like, uh, what is the word, repent for, Mm. or something that you have to make up for. And there, there is a lot of talk of past lives, but if you are not aware of any past lives, at least from my experience, I'm not aware of any of my past lives. So I don't feel any, any guilt, shame, or anything that I could have done in the past to be affecting me today. Cause I'm not even sure what it is. So I, I don't understand how that could be affecting this present lifetime when my present lifetime has to do with my present lifetime. (laughs) I know why my present lifetime is the way that it is. I can, like, if I, if I'm in the right place, I can connect, connect the right dots and it never go, takes me so far back to where I'm like in Egypt or something. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I did that to that person. And now this is why this person's showing up. I, I can't, I, I just don't believe that. Like that's not part of my reality to see that as viable for what I'm experiencing right now. And I feel like to me, that's freeing and makes me feel empowered. And again, like knowing that I do control my reality, which is what I see right now and what I feel right now, what I'm actually experiencing right now, mm-hmm. not memories of the past. Yeah. Um. I feel like the signpost, I feel like if, if you've already got your mind made up about this fate thing, that's fine. But if you haven't really thought about this, like does the thought of fate, the definition I gave, does that feel good? <laughs> it's like, does that feel good? If the thought of that feels good, if the thought of karma feels good, 
then okay, maybe that's in alignment for you. Go for it. But I feel like for most people, the idea of fate or karma of being not in control and of being punished um, or having to work through debts that you incurred in the past life, um, that's limiting, that's negative. And if I think about how like my inner being would feel, my inner being doesn't care about these definitions. My inner being... <laughs> source energy is wellness source energy is unconditional love no matter what there isn't even no there isn't even forgiveness because there's nothing to forgive because Mm -hmm. nothing was ever held against us it's we make up these things to try to make sense of to make sense of why we don't feel good or why we're going through things and the solution again is alignment yes Yes, I completely agree. And I think, oh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say is I feel like what's what this is really also highlighting is the power of thoughts, right? Like someone or some people came up with these definitions, came up with these, these words and came up with these meanings um, to try to explain something that they couldn't understand. And over time, over centuries, over however long these words have been around, there have been stories and images and people and like all of this language and built up around this. And so that thought form out there exists. If you think about karma long enough, I'm sure you start thinking lots of things about karma. All that information is accessible because every single thought that's ever been thunk is still out there for you to access. But that doesn't mean that it's true for you. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that the concept of thoughts already being out there and accessible is a powerful one because it it shows how it shows how there are there are there is information that is carried from moment to moment lifetime to lifetime person to person and that's why we why we still have stories of you know a couple hundred years ago they were carried on by thought forms people people saying things or or not saying things you think about like altered states of consciousness and shamans even accessing different realms to accessing different realms to basically see these thought forms or what were known as archetypes then and that being a benefit to the present moment but i think in that case it is very freeing and ultimately all that's what we all want we want we want freedom to feel happiness and joy and to express ourselves and to just experience life Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, gosh I've been talking about freedom a lot lately (laughs) it's a good word Uh, feeling I know maybe we can talk about that on the next one yeah that sounds good yeah Okay, well, let's go ahead and wrap up. Um, Is there anything that you want to talk about or let folks know that you have going on? Mm, Okay, yeah. Uh, I could speak on the law of attraction 
workshop mastermind series that is going to be coming up soon that I'll be a guest speaker on on the 26th. Whoop, whoop. Yes, this will be actually hosted by you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to bring that up. No, that's great. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So if you want to speak more on that, I mean, that's pretty much my part. I will be a guest speaker on the Law of Attraction series. So if you want to go into more details about it to let people know what exactly I'm going to be speaking around. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we have a mastermind coming up starting June 26th and, and it is focused on the law of attraction and manifestation. And ultimately our goal is to help you, whatever you're struggling with in your life, whether it's, you feel like you've been doing the work and yet you're still not satisfied. Where do you feel like you've made these achievements, you've done everything everyone told you to do, yet you're still not happy or you're still not successful, whether you've been struggling with mental health and are just trying to find some sense of groundedness <laughs> and some sense of direction, um, or maybe you are um, maybe you are familiar with the law of attraction, but you're trying to seek like-minded people. Maybe you don't feel like you have anyone you can really talk to um, about the things that are on your mind, the things that you're ruminating about, the, the understandings you're coming to. Um, our rule here in the workshop is nothing's off limits because life isn't off limits. <laughs> so we need to be able to talk about everything and we absolutely do in our workshops. And so I invite you to come and join us. I'll put details below about it. So you can go ahead and sign up. I have um, 22 slots available for this. And um, I'll also put a link down there to schedule a free uh, manifestation strategy call all with me. So if you happen to have any questions or want to get to know me a little bit more before signing up for the workshop, you're more than welcome to do that. I love to chat with you and see um, what is going to work best for you, whether it's working with me or working with someone else. So um, yes. Oh, this has been such a good episode. And we love questions. We love things to talk about. So if you have a question, if you have a topic that you would love to hear our perspective on, usually through the lens of law of attraction, then please go ahead and submit a question. And I'll put a link down below for you can do that too. Um, but yeah, this has been dope. This has been dope. This has been really good. And yes, encouraging questions making this a more uh, connective and collaborative experience mm -hmm. the way that we can and uh, just be a part of, of the fun that we're having and to make things interesting, really. Yeah. I am so excited to see what questions we attract. <laughs> we're going to get some questions. So looking forward to it. Awesome. Okay. Well, we love you all. Um, and yeah, we're going to wrap this thing up. We'll see you next time. Bye, yes. Ebony. Bye.